So, have you heard of this Dwayne Johnson dude? Known to some as The Rock, I guess? Am I saying that right? Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Apparently he's sort of a big deal. Like the most famous pro wrestler that ever lived by an order of magnitude or whatever. Anyway, people keep asking me when I'm going to cover this guy, so I figure now's as good a time as any to wade in. In all seriousness, though, The Rock had one of the most astounding wrestling careers of all time in an almost impossibly short amount of it. In only seven years, this guy transformed from unpolished goofball to all-time great, and we're going to spend an unprecedented three episodes documenting that character evolution. What's even crazier than that is that 90% of all of that development happened within a single 12-month period. In our first installment, we'll travel back to 1997 to bear witness to the birth of The Rock as a character, as a bright-eyed young rookie named Rocky Maivia learned to channel his inner asshole and catapult himself to stardom. Today on I Hate Wrestling, it's Ages of Rock, Part 1, Growing Pains. I have left the testings in on, I'm going to say, a quarter. On of, purpose or by accident? On purpose. Okay. <laughs> on purpose. These, sometimes it's fun. Like uh, uh, the, the episode that just went up. Sure. Um, that's episode, I, I always like to do a little timestamp here so people have some idea of what I'm talking about. The episode that just went up a couple of days before I recorded this, which is probably several months in the past, if you're into <laughs> time travel, uh, episode 18, Recursive Rumble, it started off with my very good Jinx Strange when I said to him, testing, he kind of froze and then went, uh, rubber baby buggy bumpers? There you go. <laughs> I mean, just it's, it's all stage right, I guess, you know, we'll see. Sure. Uh, so... Probably going to leave these testings in too. That's testing, fine. Testing. That's fine. Test it. Test it. The test has come back positive for podcast goodness. Positive tests are usually not good though. So I mean, I'm glad <laughs> this one is. I'm glad we're off to a good start here though. <laughs> we have found heightened levels. Oh boy. Of audio pleasure. Uh, all right. I guess audio, that's good. Audio pleasure. That is good. I guess. <laughs> Joey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're very. You're very. Very welcome. Uh. I guess I should uh I should start with the pro wrestling elephant in the room. Which yes. which is, is the whole show? Which is the whole show. The pro this whole episode is about a pro wrestling elephant. I changed it up. I know I know I had you do this in this uh, homework about The Rock, but no, we're gonna talk about a pro wrestling elephant. So I've been watching a lot of Bojack Horseman lately, and I could <laughs> definitely see in that kind of universe where there's just animals around that uh, there could be a, a pro wrestling elephant. Sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, only problem is they can't they can't jump. Well, according to Snapple facts, anyway. I don't know how true that is. Who knows? <laughs> I'm I'm unclear. I I love those, but I don't know if they're they're real or not. I do want to let you know though for this podcast, I watched more wrestling today than I have in my life up to this point combined. That is excellent news. So, and that, that was 13 minutes. I hope 13 you 13 minutes. So, uh, I guess my question, my my twofold question, my two pronged question. Yes, yes, yes. Is did you hate wrestling before that? And do you hate wrestling more or less having watched 13 whole American minutes of it? 
Well, actually, so I've for this show, I've now watched, I guess, 22 minutes. So I've watched the, the, the clip that we're talking about twice. Yes. And I also watched a top 10 countdown from the WWE, the 10 best, uh, oh, God, uh, slammer? No, uh, God, rock bottoms. Rock's bottom. Okay. Rock's bottom, yes. The, the <laughs> attorney's general pluralization. Right. The top 10 rock's bottom, which for the first, like, six or seven, I was like, He's just slamming people into stuff. And then the top three, I was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> Where he slams John Cena or he, like, it's just, it, it's it's another level. It's, you know. Yeah, because sometimes it happens late in the match. And sometimes with that rock bottom, he just kind of gets up. And the rock bottom, it's a sort of, uh, it's a collaboration. It's a dance, right? Mm-hmm. So if uh, whoever he's doing the rock bottom to can't really help him out. By getting uh, yeah. by by getting a little gravity, yeah, little, or he can't de- he can't rock bottom an elephant. Is correct, what you're saying. right? Because yeah. they have four knees. Um, but the thing with the rock bottom is, if you if anybody who doesn't know, which I'm assuming you everybody has seen at least one rock bottom. Well, now I have. Well, I think he did it in the rundown. So oh, okay. But I so so okay. So well, I want I want to set aside for number one. The number one on the list was he did a rock bottom three three to three rocks bottom in one match. Yes, that was the number one. I don't know who it was against. But, I want to uh, say probably Stone Cold Steve Austin. Maybe. It, it was a bald guy, so maybe. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, so here's the thing with wrestling. So I have a po- I mean, I have a bunch of podcasts. We have a whole podcast network, the Cage Club Podcast Network. Go check out cageclub.me. Uh, but <laughs> I was going to give you a chance no, to No, 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 I know, I know, I know. You're done. But, uh, You're so, done. <laughs> so I, I think I was telling you about that. Like, basically every host on our network, except for me, has had a history with wrestling. That they all either grew up watching it, or they watch it for like a period of their life, or they have a fondness for it. To the point where they've talked about getting a podcast, like a wrestling podcast going. And I'm like, cool, I have no part in it. And so we were talking at the Halloween party that we met at, you know, again, probably several months ago at this point now. And I was like, you know, I don't hate wrestling. I just have no experience with it. Like, my mom, for years, was like a stay-at-home mom. And then she started doing, like, sort of after-work like, she sold books, like the Dorling Kindersley books. Like, sort of, you know how, like, people saw Mary Kay Cosmetics? Right. She sold books. So I remember I would go with her sometimes. Like, there would be, like, a woman, you know, whatever. Like, a, a friend from work or from church or whoever. Carol. And Let's call her Carol. Carol. And Carol would be having a party. And so Carol would invite her friends over. She would put together food. She gets a discount on the books, this whole thing, whatever. But I remember I went with my mom when she was at Carol's house uh-huh. to sort of prepare and make sure that everything was good for the party. And her kids were watching wrestling, and I was like... Oh, people do this? Like, (laughs) not only did I have no experience with it, but, like, my friends had no experience with it. Like, it was just so outside of my worldview that I was, that in my little seven or eight-year-old head, I was like, oh, I guess people do this for fun. Like, this is a, I know it's on TV, but I just assumed nobody watched it. Um, (laughs) So I've never hated wrestling. I just had no experience with it. And so the reason I brought up the podcast network is because the one podcast that I, I really want to promote, the reason that we started talking, the reason I'm here, I think, to talk about this clip specifically is that I have a podcast about the Fast and Furious. Yes. It's called Too Fast, Too Forever. It used to be monthly. Now it's every two weeks. Obviously, The Rock is in five through eight. He's going to be in Hobbs and Shaw. Tons of movies. He's great. I love him. He's in the extended Fast Furious cinematic universe. He is. He is. And he is, I don't know who coined this phrase, but he is franchise Viagra. He is the guy who kicks things up to the next level when your franchise is a little bit, you know, whether it's the Mummy franchise or Jumanji, like whatever, whatever you want to talk about. You bring the rock in. He's a he's the biggest star in the world. Right. It, and, it actually comes from an SNL monologue. Okay. That did he from him? Yes. In two thousand. Uh, no, it, later a more than recent that, one. Okay. Yeah, it was post uh, the second time he sort of 
cucked Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay. <laughs> Scorpion King era. Scor- okay. Scor- no, post Scorpion King oh. and also post uh, Journey to Mysterious Island. Okay, okay. Because I read, for the record, and I'm all over the place, I read The Rock's entire Wikipedia page today, and yes. my head is spinning uh, because I don't understand most of what's in there. But uh, so the- It's just like, you could probably understand the first third and the last third, and then there's like a middle third yeah. that's like the king in yellow. That's just yes. imperceptible. I'm in my own Carcosa right now. Because <laughs> uh, it's like the whole the middle third, what you're saying is like, uh, he had this, like, I, I, I appreciate him, I guess we're going to talk about his turn from uh, face to heel to face to heel to basically ultimate face and, like, the biggest star in the history of wrestling, you know, in a sense. Yes. Uh, but I, so I, I kind of have questions. I kind of don't remember any of it because it's all, like, stuff of, like, oh, he had this title. He gave up that title, whatever. But, you know, that's a whole other thing. But the point of all of this is that I may have seen in, like, the rundown or whatever a rock bottom. Yeah. But I don't know that that's what that is. And so... You know, when in The Fate of Furious, he tells Jason Statham he's going to break his finger off in his candy ass. Right. I'm like, oh, cool line. My friend's like, oh, no, that's like his wrestling. I was like, yes. oh, but I, how, would I, how would I know that? Uh, so that's, I, I probably know things that he has done, yes. but I didn't know that they were from that thing. And it's kind of like when you watch a movie and you're like, oh, like that's like, uh, that's a, a reference to that thing. It's like, oh, no, that was actually just where that reference came from. Like, it's just this sure. whole, you're seeing the origin and I'm like. Oh, okay. So there's probably a lot that I know about wrestling on the rock yep. that I don't know that I know. Right. The 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 thing that I can probably uh, tie that back to the most in my life is watching a shit ton of The Simpsons as a kid mm-hmm. and not getting about half of the references until I got older and started Please seeing see the original Citizen media. Yes. And I'm like, okay, Citizen Kane, yep. Casablanca, yep. and then even stuff like uh, Day of the Dolphin. They Those yeah. people have deep cut references. Yeah. Cape Fear and uh, sure, just um, I'm just going to name uh, Simpsons episodes. The Music Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It glides as softly as a cloud. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I get it though. So like, I probably know things, but I I maybe have seen Rock's Bottom, mm-hmm. but now I for sure seen them because I watched that countdown. Um, does he does he rock bottom? Ken Shamrock or no? In the clip that I saw, I don't think so. No. Oh, no, he just he. Hits him in the head with the chair. Well, well, the, well yes, yeah. So here's a good. I guess here's a good point to talk about. To talk about the homework. Yeah. Um, and that is this. Uh, this sort of. We're here to talk about a period in the Rock's career when he is becoming the Rock. Because mm-hmm. he, I didn't know. So when they're chanting "Rocky sucks," I was like, "The boxer." <laughs> no. So I, I, I get it now, but I was like, "Oh, like that didn't it didn't click in my brain." Like I didn't know that he was. Rocky Johnson or Rocky Mavia or whatever. Rocky Mayavia. Mayavia. So, uh, so the Rock. Here's his secret origin. Okay. He starts out as he's a third generation wrestler, which I think is awesome. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, he's got. He's one of the most. He's a scion of one of the most legendary pro wrestling dynasties ever, the Anawaii family. Yeah. There. Uh, so his father was Rocky Johnson, who mm-hmm. married into the family. His father was the first uh, black tag team champion in the 1970s. Right. And his grandfather was High Chief Peter Maivia, who was one of the major wrestling stars of like the 50s and 60s okay. on the West Coast. Okay. Uh, was that pre? When did the WWF start? Was that before that, or was that? I mean, did it start after that happened? Well, uh, 
WWE started at the time as WWWF, okay. Worldwide Wrestling Federation, in I want to say 1961 oh, wow. that or two. Okay. okay. Yeah, and at the time it was known as Capital Wrestling. Mm-hmm. They split off from the NWA, which was the nationwide wrestling conglomerate of that time period. And in the early 1960s, WWE branched off yeah. and sort of started promoting shows on the East Coast. Yeah. The AWA split off, started promoting shows in the Midwest and on the West Coast. Okay. And the NWA sort of retreated to the South. Okay. And for much of the 20th century, the second half of the 20th century, basically, uh, those three entities competed for territory and competed for talent. Okay. And the, uh, the sort of Samoan contingent was most successful originally on the West Coast. They ran the Cow Palace a lot okay. in San Francisco. And eventually, when things started, you know, national TV started to get mm-hmm. into play, then some of the younger Samoans went to WWE, and you got the Wild Samoans, which were a very famous tag team. Okay. And uh, Rikishi, who was The Rock's cousin. and Oh, okay. Yeah, so... I'm probably going to wind up cutting most of this out. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'm giving you the. Uh, I, I got to figure out the Cliff Notes version here. So, the, well, that's that's the whole thing. Like that's what I learned in reading the thing. It's like there's no Cliff. Like the Cliff Notes version of a match is a half a sentence, but there's also like a paragraph with like 14 sentences because it's like, and that's the span of like four months because it's like, you know, in the clip that we watch, it's like I'm gonna challenge you next week. It's like, wait, how? Like how often? Like. Because there's just things happening all the time. Like, they're yes. just like, all right, like, I won the belt tonight, but tomorrow I'm going to take it back. It's like, how? <laughs> Give it time to breathe, man. Yeah. <laughs> you have to defend the title every 30 days. It doesn't have to be uh, every day. Um, so I guess the, the Cliff Notes version of The Rock is his father's Rocky Johnson, his grandfather's is High Chief Peter, My- Peter Maivia, and when he shows up, he's given the name Rocky Maivia to sort of... Uh, bring together those two legacies and remind fans like, oh, this kid is going to be something. He's and coming that's how they legacy. sold him, right? Because they were that, saying like, he's going to be, he's going to be the next big wrestler. Right. And he was outdated. He showed up like smiling with fucking Jerry Curl. Like you've seen the photo online oh, yeah. the, of the rock. The Jimmy Fallon picture. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. With the, the fanny pack, very, gold very chain. thin gold chain, turtleneck fanny yep, pack. Yep. So that's what he looked like. Yeah. And he had like baby blue tights. And just a lot of smiling. And people hated him. People fucking hated this kid mm-hmm. because they're like, this sucks. They hate fans, wrestling fans, hate being told somebody's going to be a big star. Yeah. Because wrestling fans know that they are supposed to be able to choose who gets to be the big star. Okay. So if wrestling fans ever get the idea that somebody is being foisted upon them, right. if somebody is being chosen as somebody that they're supposed to like, they will react violently and negatively. So this is something that we talk about on Too Fast, Too Forever, that my friend has this theory, and it's also, I think, it's kind of a combination of, like, wrestling and also, like, D&D, because Vin Diesel comes from the world of D&D. Like, he, like, the, the Pitch Black, the Riddick movies are literally his D&D character. Like, that is him. <laughs> really? Like, that's actually, because like, that's his passion. Like, that's him. Like, he's a huge nerd. Like, he just, and it's awesome. Like, it's yes. great. But my friend has this theory about the Fast and Furious movies that kind of bridges these two worlds where he thinks... As time goes on, they like they do a crazy idea, like they kill off a character or they bring a character in or whatever, and then they see what the reaction is. And then if the fans like whatever they did, they double down on it. And if they don't, they'll be like, okay, so like Letty is gone now in four, but then Letty comes back. You know what I mean? Because sure. he's like, oh well, we need Michelle Rodriguez back. And so I like that that you know the 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 fans were like, we hate Rocky Maivia, 
And it's like, okay, cool. Now I'm The Rock. Now I'm a bad guy. And he fucking owns it. And he's so cool. And they're like, oh, uh, you know, Rocky sucks. But they're all like, oh, but he's kind of cool now. Like, I kind of like him now. Right. So his whole thing is he's he's smiling. He's happy. Yeah. It's like, I'm happy to be here. And he's, like, smiling his way down to ringside. And people are holding up signs that say, die, Rocky, die. <clears throat> The Rocky The? <laughs> yes! Talk about Simpsons. No, this is German for The Bart. The. <laughs> so he's just got these Die Rocky Die signs, and people are just calling for his head, but the... the And he's like backstage, he's like, I don't know, I feel like I'm not doing a good job, like I feel like I'm, I'm dying out there, and they're like, nope, just keep it up, you're gonna win him over. And the more he smiles and pretends it's not happening, the worse it, the worse, sure. it, worse it gets. Yeah. And... He eventually gets hurt. Wait, so what, what year did he, he debuted not, not, when did he debut in relation to the clip that we watched? A couple he, of years, but not, he, not crazy. He showed up in 96. Okay, so two years, okay, two years. Okay. He shows up in 96 as Rocky Maivia. Okay. He gets hurt, he's gone for like six months. Yep. And when he comes back, uh, he comes back as a bad guy. Right. And he comes back in sort of classic rock attire, which is khaki shorts, uh, loafers with no socks. Polo shirt, tucked into khaki shorts, sunglasses. And he comes back and he attacks another wrestler, another fan favorite wrestler. And they ask, and, and they're like, why is Rocky Maivia doing this? Why is Rocky Maivia doing this? And he takes the microphone and he goes, three words. Die, Rocky, die. And you got, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, he was trying to, to grin and bear it. But yeah. this character, it was getting to him. It was getting to him. It was getting to him. Yeah. And now... He's going to give it back a thousandfold. And he starts referring to himself, instead of Rocky Maivia, as The Rock in the third person. Which I love. Yes. And he he's The Rock. And in the match that we're going to watch today, he's still officially Rocky Maivia. Yeah. He's like... The Rock, Rocky Maivia. Mm-hmm. Or Rocky, The Rock Maivia. Well, that's, I feel like that's something that's followed him all his life, because he's still Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but even though he's still, he's Dwayne Johnson now, but he's like, people know him as The Rock. Right. Like, you and, know, yeah. But there was a period when he was just The Rock. Okay. There was a time period before anyone called him Dwayne Johnson, and after anybody called him Rocky Maivia, mm-hmm. where he was just existing in this sort of perfect, abstract form as The Rock. As the people's intercontinental champion? As the, he's getting there. He's getting there, okay. He's getting there, and he's getting close. So if you think about, if you think about Rocky Maivia yeah. as his sort of Charmander form. Okay. Okay? And the full-fledged version of The Rock that's main eventing WrestleMania and fighting Stone Cold Steve Austin and is, like, shilling Chef Boyardee, like, that's The Rock. Is that Charmillion or is that Charizard? That's Charizard. So then what's, what's like, Luke Hobbs? Is that, like, Mega Charizard? Like, with the new Super <laughs> Mega Stones or whatever? That yeah, yes, it's, okay. it's Mega Evolution. It's pure form. But, I, okay. but I'm, I'm mostly concerned about his, his wrestling era. His, his wrestling era. Sure. So that's when he becomes, you know, that's his Charizard form. That's when he is The Rock. Yeah. So if you have Rocky Maivia, you have The Rock. And then we have this period where it's sort of a liminal phase. He's, there's elements of The Rock starting to come out. He's developing as a performer, and he's starting to figure out what's going to make him this incredible superstar. So, here's a question for you. Yes. Does he dub himself the people's champ? He sure does. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> one of the quotes that I wrote down, which I'm sure he'd been saying for a while, but he says, talking to Kenny, the, who's the host of the clip we watched? Kenny what? Kenny... 
Oh, um, Ken, Kevin um, Kelly? Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Kelly, or... Who? Oh, no, he's talking, he's talking... Sorry, he's talking to Ken Shamrock, because he says... Kenny, know your role and shut your mouth because the people's champ is ready to talk. It's just like, oh, like, I was looking at this clip. I'm like, this guy probably, he might have an idea, but he has no idea that in 20 years, he's going to be the most famous person on the planet. Like, just, you know, he is a superstar and he's got the same swagger. He just doesn't have maybe the following yet, but he's still, like, you can see in there right. the he, rock from today. He's a diamond, but he's not polished. Yes. Right? He's not ready to have a laser... Mm -hmm focus through him that can blow up the planet or whatever the plot to diamonds are forever is. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, what we're doing is we're watching the polishing of the rock. Yep. So he dubs himself the people's champion. Love it. Specifically because he is so hated. Okay. He, he's got the eyebrow, which he calls the people's eyebrow. He's got the elbow, which he calls the people's elbow. And eventually uh, the people do start to buy into it. Sure. But at first, it's all sarcastic. <laughs> now, as a young boy growing up, I guess you're, 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 you want to hate him because you hated the character that he was, that he was introduced as. You hate being told who to like. Uh, he's kind of this corny guy or whatever. I think, you know, you probably had your own favorites, like everything. Like, I was also realizing, and this is another sort of tangent, that, like, wrestling to me sort of feels like, not quite, but it sort of feels like to me like SNL and college football where it's like there's guys who like you you kind of have to develop and you sort of love and then like if they become superstars they go on to do other things like hulk hogan becomes like a personality and like john cena and the rock become like these like actors and stuff sure, sure. it sort of feels like this like proving ground where like you can because it feels like you can become like a massive wrestler and i'm sure make a very comfortable living but it feels like if you are the biggest wrestler in the world like the rock you then go make $20 million a movie. Like, there's, right. like, a launching pad. Are you going to be Mike Myers, or are you going to be Tim Meadows? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so... No disrespect to Tim Meadows. No, I love Tim Meadows. I actually like Tim Meadows more than Mike Myers. Yeah, but, me too. Uh, but no, <laughs> you know what so, doesn't hold up well at all is Austin Powers 3. It's oh, bad. I'm sure. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> First one does. Holds it very well. <laughs> so they... I'm sure you had your own favorites, like, going into this time period when he gets introduced... Were like, did you have friends or did you like The Rock? Like, was it was it cool to like be counterculture and like like the person everybody hates? Like, was that did that exist? Yes. Um, generally speaking, that didn't that doesn't happen until you get a little bit older. Okay. It's like when you're a kid, you always like the good guys. Yeah. Like maybe eleven, twelve, some kids start to like the bad guys. Sure. Um, because he's so cool. Like Ken Shamrock is like like as a thirty year old man watching this, I'm like. That's kind of a nerd, but like <laughs> The Rock is like so cool. Like even though like he's magnetic. Even though the entire what is it the the nation of domination <laughs> yes. is shrouded in like eighty percent racism, like with yeah. like the tribal music. It's a little higher than that. Yeah, everybody. The nation of domination. If you didn't know, there was a pro wrestling nation of Islam stable in like nineteen ninety seven. But like, but like Ken Shamrock calls them monkeys, and I'm like, oh, he's like, shut your monkey mouth, and I'm like. You can't say that. Like, I understand, like, that's, like, sort of the culture. I'm like, you can't. You can't say that. Like, you're very, very white, and these guys are not white. Like, it's just... But, like, the crowd is into... Like, I'm sure that there might have been in this arena maybe a sign for The Rock, for Rocky, but the, sh the signs that they show, the, the clips that they show are, like, you know, Rocky sucks. There's only one Rocky, and he's Ken Shamrock. And it's like, you know, just... It's like... He does kind of look like Stallone, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of, of Rocky to him. Uh, he's I think it might just be his super fucked up nose. <laughs> Maybe it might be. So what? So did you have any any specific 
uh, questions or thoughts about the about the homework that we haven't touched? I don't yet? think so, because like I was, I understand it was sort of like a because uh, there wasn't a lot of the rock. So here's what I, there wasn't a lot of rock wrestling, right? But I also understand that this was more important to see the character, right? Because. I also, I don't think I ever realized how much downtime there is in wrestling, because like, you can't have, like, a three-hour or just, like, guys just going there for three hours, because there's got to be, like, the theatrics and the pomp and circumstance, and, like, right. him coming into the music and just, like, being like, no, shut up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a three- or four-minute rant right now, and you're going to have to say anything, because this is my time to shine. And, like, that's cool. Like, I didn't think about how much, like, what's in between the wrestling, because then, you know, there's the two-minute match, and then... Before the two-minute match is even over, The Rock smashes him in the, ha- in the head twice with a steel chair and knocks the guy out and then leaves, and the clip's over. It's like, oh, okay. Right, so Ken Shamrock is attempting to win. Uh, the homework is going to be in, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes as always, but what happens is Ken Shamrock is attempting to challenge The Rock for his Intercontinental Championship, mm-hmm. which is the secondary championship. It's what you win on the way to the World Championship. Okay. So... Technically, if you're the Intercontinental Champion, you are the champion of North and South America. Okay. Sure. Sure. Makes sense. You, uh, the first Intercontinental Champion won a fake tournament in Brazil to unify okay. the South American Championship with the North American Championship. Sure. So, it's the Intercontinental Championship. Ken Shamrock wants it. The Rock has it. And The Rock says that Ken Shamrock doesn't deserve to face him for it unless he can beat the Rock's friend, D'Lo Brown, in two minutes. Yep. I also want to make point out that The Rock couldn't give two pieces of monkey crap about Ken Shamrock. <laughs> this is the thing that The Rock said on television. Yeah. And uh, Ken Shamrock does indeed defeat uh, D'Lo Brown, or he's about to defeat D'Lo Brown, right. when The Rock casually gets up, walks into the ring with a folding chair, and just bashes Ken Shamrock in the skull. It's a concussion, but we don't know how bad. Right. And then, in order to sort of prove that he can take The Rock's best shot, Ken turns around, is on his knees, and, like, looking at The Rock to, like, hit me again, and The Rock smashes him in the temple with a chair at, like, manslaughter intensity. Yeah. So how do they do that? Uh, you take the chair and you stomp as you hit it, or no? You just no. you actually hit the person. No, did you see the blood on Ken's head? He got hit with that chair. Okay, <laughs> so this is something we don't do anymore. Okay, um, when somebody gets hit with a chair now, it's like you can only hit somebody in the back. Like they have very strict rules about it. Okay, no more unprotected headshots. Like after there were some some serious concussion, sure, some c- concussion problems. But in back in the mid nineties, like it was uh, it was the wild west and. Rock legit probably can concuss Ken Shamrock with these chair shots. Does it bother you as a wrestling fan? Or I guess it's just the, I guess there's, I don't know if there's a better way to, to differentiate it, but like in the wiki, they talk about, you know, the Rock suffered legitimate injuries where I'm sure that, you know, he suffered lots of injuries over the years where he just like fake got concussed or whatever, but like right. he tore his abdomen or tore, you know, fucked up his knee or what, like, like, does it bother you to like when people say it's legitimate injuries or you just know that's part of the, the package? Yeah, no, it, I'm very aware. Okay. I'm, I'm very aware of the sort of two-level uh, sure. dichotomy. What percentage of people who went to that match do you think knew that there was, two like, two levels to it? I At, at this point in the 90s, everybody's aware that it's... Okay. Uh, everybody's okay. aware that it's okay. predetermined. But they don't care. They're just there for the fun. They're, Correct. They're for the theatrics of it. Okay. Correct. So, Rock has blasted Ken Shamrock in the head with this chair, and when Shamrock collapses after that chair shot, it's like... 
concerning. Yeah. How hard he ragdolls. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I forget, did this version have The Rock getting back on commentary to talk shit? In the hallway, yeah. That's when he says the monkey crap thing, and then he ends the clip with the, the people's see, eyebrows. See you later, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> and he's basically like, hey, Ken Shamrock, I don't care if you live or die. <laughs> yeah. When the guy could be, like, very messed up. Yeah, so this really gives you the two the two takeaways about The Rock is he is fascinating to watch. Yep. He is hilarious. Yep. He's an incredible personality. And he's also we're talking about the character now of The Rock. Is also an unbelievable piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're like, you want this guy to be on TV and you want to see the antics that he gets up to, and you also really want to see somebody shut him up. Sure. Because the this this guy can raise the stakes so high with his shit talking and his uh, and his and his bullying and all of his bravado, he just keeps upping the ante, upping the ante, upping the ante. He is stacking his tower of Jenga bricks so high right. that it's just going to be so satisfying yep. when somebody pulls out that brick and it all comes tumbling down in his head. Yeah. So that's his job as the heel. And he's doing it great. He's doing it so well. Because even though he's so fun to watch, right. you're like, I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait. And the way that he targets and and injures Shamrock here, it seems like Shamrock... And he was able to beat D'Lo Brown in two minutes. You feel like maybe Shamrock has what it takes to take out The Rock. But we don't get a, we don't get the, we don't get a chance to see it. We don't get a chance to see it. Well... We are going to get a chance Tonight? to see it. Tonight? Ooh, let's do it. Okay, so we are actually going to watch two matches. Okay. They're short matches. Okay. Um, and both of them are Ken Shamrock versus The Rock for the Intercontinental title. Around the same time as the first clip? Yes. Okay. And this is sort of Ken Shamrock finally getting his hands on The Rock. Okay. To put to bed the question once and for all about what would happen if The Rock actually had to put up or shut up against uh, against a guy who is apparently tough enough to come back from this monstrous concussion. Sure. So this is actually, this is before the clip we watched. Is that is that right? This is January 98 and the clip was, oh, the clip was on St. Patrick's Day, which is, you know, for a guy named Shamrock, that's kind of cool. Yes. So the first, uh, so the, the clip that we did watch, yeah. the homework is actually sandwiched between these two. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. And it's sort of the build. So this is the first match okay. between The Rock and Ken Shamrock. This is from Royal Rumble, uh, 1998, December of 1998. The Rock is still officially being uh, referred to as Rocky Maivia here. Okay. He's the Intercontinental Champion, and he has very, very recently joined up with the Nation of Domination. Did any of those guys go on to do anything of any significance or no? Uh, Mark Henry became World Heavyweight Champion. Okay. Uh, D'Lo Brown became Intercontinental Champion and European Champion. Uh, Farouk, before joining the nation, forming the Nation of Domination, he was actually the first black World Heavyweight Champion in a different company in WCW. Okay. As Ron Simmons. You know, it's crazy. He's obviously in incredible shape here, but you compare him to like his Instagram pictures from like the past couple weeks where he's training for Hobbs and Shaw and he's just like... He's even bigger. Like, he's like, this is like... he's There's baby fat on him. But yeah, he's... I mean, he's still like, I would kill to have that body. But still, <laughs> you know, compared to what he's going to look like, this is... He's Charmander, right? Yeah. Or I guess... I, he's Charmeleon maybe now. He's, he's, he's 
he's getting close because yeah. he's still Rocky Maivia, but he's got the rock written on his tights. So he's taking control of his own image. So you see him here. Uh, you can, if you can read lips, the people in the audience are chanting Rocky sucks and he's letting it get to him. Yeah. Which is, I, I don't know how much you know about the rock sort of at his peak and his relationship with the audience. He has them in the palm of his hand. You couldn't chant anything at the rock that he wouldn't immediately turn back on the audience. Sure. He, uh, and, and here he is immediately letting it get to him. He picks up the microphone and tells them, how dare you say that Rocky sucks and they continue to chant Rocky sucks and he hates it. Now, how much of him being able to control the audience is writing and how much of it is just Dwayne Johnson being able to like be charming and be able to deliver the writing? 90% of it is Dwayne. Okay. Um, because he's out here, there's like no, there's no script for him. So what? So what? So going into this fight, The Rock versus Ken Shamrock, they know who's going to win. Yes. They do. They know how the like what the finishing move is going to be. Yes. And what else do they know going in? Anything? That's, that's, that's it. it. So so they know they they know where they have to go because they know what the next show is going to be. They know sort of what the long term, uh, the the long term plan is for the storyline right, between okay. these two guys. But sort of how we get there is up to these two guys. Okay. The story that they tell is generally up to them. Have you ever seen The Rock wrestle in person? Have you been to a match where he wrestled? No. Never seen The Rock live. I haven't seen either of these two gentlemen wrestle. Okay. Is Ken Shamrock still active or no? No. Is he alive? Yes. Okay, that's good. Yes. Uh, he Before he went into pro wrestling, he was, uh, he was one of the first UFC champions. Okay. He was sort of the Brock Lesnar of the 90s. He looks like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he's got he's got that sort of uh, military square head. Yep, and the and just he's broken his nose clearly a number of times. Yep. His ears are a little cauliflowered, and he's sort of just like you get the sense that he's. I, <laughs> I don't mean this to sound insulting, but it's going to sound insulting. He seems thick. Yeah, he seems hard to hurt. Yeah. Um, well, that was the thing. Like in the clip, in the clip that we watched, the homework. He's got a shirt on. And I'm like, oh, like that's a big dude. Then he takes a shirt off. I'm like, holy shit! Like it's like he sort of he hides his body, if that's the phrase, like kind of well. Like it's yeah. hard to see. He doesn't have how ripped. Like he because he's in. You know, if this was actually like he's in much better shape, I think, than the Rock here. Yeah. I mean, it's it looks like steroids, but it's also you know it's very clearly he is more <laughs> cut than yes. the Rock. So we're about to start here. They're squaring off, and Ken's got sort of a. A kickboxing stance, and The Rock is just trying to imitate it, because that is not how The Rock wrestles. The Rock is not a kick. He's a he's a very theatrical sort of. He throws hands, but they're not very realistic strikes. So uh, Ken Shamrock leads us off with a uh, an above the waist kick, and Rock flees to the corner. Is that legal? Oh sure. Is anything illegal? Closed fists are illegal. Okay. I will point out anything that is illegal. Okay. Um, so they lock up. Rock is a little bit bigger, so we feel like maybe Rock has the strength advantage. Mm -hmm. He pushes Ken into the corner. Uh, if you have a corner break, you have five seconds to let go. So Rock acts like he's going to break clean and goes for a big haymaker, and Ken has it scouted. Sure. Because the Rock, uh, he might be stronger, but Ken has professionally fought for way longer than the Rock. He's also, like, probably ten years older than the Rock. So... Rock is a very young kid here. Because he was born, I think I looked it up in like 74, so he's probably like 25 here? Is that yeah. not right? Yeah. Yep. Makes you really feel bad about yourself, doesn't it? No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, lot, a lot of things make me feel bad about myself. 
So Rock pushes Ken into the corner, and this time uh, Ken is able to push Rock. And now we see here Ken is a good dude and doesn't go for a punch. Oh, no. <laughs> and Rock tried to sucker punch, and Ken immediately paid him back. So we're seeing that the Rock is out of his depth with this guy. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that Rock feels like a bigger personality, he is 100% not the better fighter between these two. But he's got heart. So this is like Rocky against Drago if Drago was littler than Rocky. Yeah. And, and Rocky didn't look like Rocky if Drago looked like Rocky. <laughs> yes, and also Drago was The like, metaphor's not great. Yep. And also, uh, he's a little more full of himself than either one of those guys. Uh, he, ducks a, he ducks an elbow, ducks another elbow... And just takes a, another big kick. And one thing I love about The Rock is as he gets punched and hilariously like, goes flying out of the ring, The Rock is never afraid to show ass. The Rock is never afraid to look bad to yeah. make his opponent look good. Which is awesome. Yeah, and it's it's what you want to see because if you're... Just <laughs> there's a guy, in the background flipping him that's, off. That guy's like in Stone Cold Steve Austin cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> Laser point. Like, I don't know. I guess this is pre nine eleven. I guess laser pointer is not really too much of a concern here. But I yeah. saw there's a laser pointer on Rock's face before. Yep. Uh, is, there, is this something? Is this a match that you think? Did you watch this when it was on TV? Uh, I didn't see this. This was a pay per view. Okay. So I, I would not have been allowed to order this one. Because these are expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what what a pay per view would have cost in the late nineties. Thirty dollars probably. So now, if so, say you missed it. Like, okay, so I guess two questions for pay per view and for also for regular matches. Mm -hmm. If you missed it, was there a way to see it again? Yeah, you could order the pay-per-view for, like, the next two weeks. Okay. And also, they would show you, like, sort of still photos the next night of Monday Night Raw, so you knew what happened. Gotcha. So, uh, Rock has sort of sucker-punched Ken, and now he's taken, uh, he's taken control. And, of course, as soon as he's in control, he's jaw-jacking. And it's like, come on, Kenny. Thought you were tough, Kenny. Come yeah. on, Kenny. <laughs> and, of course, immediately is getting his ass kicked again. Because his priority is not in actually, and Ken goes up in the air to try a head scissors and gets dropped on his head. So I have a question for you about Ken. So his 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 finishing move is the ankle An submission, the ankle lock. Yes, which looks dumb as hell. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Oh, oh, he got one tap. He didn't. He okay. yeah. The Rock uh, went for a pin and got a one count. Um, is the ankle submission as dumb as it looks, or is it actually? Is there a basis in fact? Because it looks dumb. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a. Uh, the the ankle lock is a real thing. Okay. It is one hundred percent possible to break somebody's ankle doing that. Okay. Um so it's like the arm bar of the ankle? Essentially. Essentially. Um I know I know that probably that metaphor probably makes you a little bit angry because I'm very <laughs> simplifying things that I don't really know about. It's but more it's, of, it's more of a sleeper hold for the okay, ankle, okay. if that makes sense. Sure. You're sort of cradling the ankle in the crook of your arm and then you're using your hand to sort of twist okay. to torque the foot around. So in real life when this happens they don't just kneel behind the guy. You drop down, grapevine the leg, okay. and you use your entire body weight to immobilize them so they cannot stop you gotcha. from essentially cranking your foot. Because it seems like when he's doing it in the, the homework or whatever, just like, like dude could just like kick with the other leg or like do any yeah. number of things. Like it seems like a very right, yes. easy thing to counter. But. Right. So in real life, in real life, you grapevine the leg. It's very... And when you're in the ankle lock, you tap immediately because it's incredibly painful. And if somebody holds that on you for like, Two three seconds. Yeah, your ankle is broken, and your professional fighting job is is in jeopardy. Right. So, in in wrestling matches, uh, joint locks can people can stay in joint locks for like two three minutes. 
if they're really trying to fight through it. Sure. So, uh, oh, ooh. yeah, so Ken, uh, hit him. Is that there just with, a body slam or is that a uh, flying body press? Flying body press. And now, uh, here is a, uh, a, a beautiful bridging fisherman suplex and, uh, and rock manages to get out and hit just that, in time. Yeah. Just in time and hit him with that clothesline. So what we're seeing here is that the rock is consistently underestimating shamrock. He keeps getting in trouble for it. And shamrock has a lot more variety to his, uh, to his moveset. We've seen Ken Shamrock do way more athletic things than The Rock is doing. The Rock, where he has been able to do damage, he's been sort of lucking out, ducking clotheslines, and hitting his own clotheslines. Yep. So that's a perfectly valid way to win a match, but he's sort of acting like he's dominating Ken, and he's not. You know, he's, uh, he's wrestling a smart match when he remembers to wrestle a smart match. Right. But is it like it's his cockiness, it's his showboatness that's getting him in trouble. Right. Right. What we're seeing here is the character of The Rock also needs to be polished because we're seeing that he's got some Ooh. good... Yeah, like there he's got some good moves, but he doesn't always know when to go for them. He doesn't know when to showboat, and he doesn't know when to hit his big moves. Uh, Ken escapes that DDT at two. So now, in theory, why doesn't he just try to pin him again there? Just because that's not theatrical enough? Well, sometimes you'll see that. Okay. But... Um, Sometimes guys will go for a pin when they know they're not going to get it just because they want to tax their opponent by making them kick out. Sure. So, in this case, I think The Rock knows that uh, Ken is too tough. He, he knows that that pin will not be successful. So he's going to try to... Uh, he's He's got a, a chin lock here, so he's grinding him down a little bit. He's trying to wear him down so mm -hmm. that... Maybe he can't beat Ken Shamrock at 85% of his stamina, so maybe if he wears Ken down to 75, then he'll be able to have a more consistent advantage. That's the logic behind grabbing a, a hold like this. Gotcha, okay. And uh, it does seem to be be doing its job. He's got Ken in this, uh, this rear chin lock here, and uh, Ken seems to be... <laughs> Look at the facial expressions the on great. Rocky. The eyes are great. He's got this thing where... When he's in close-up, suddenly his eyes become the size of softballs. Yeah. So is this was this the match of the like is this the the headlining match or no of no, the night? Okay. No, this is not. Um, this is the Royal Rumble. So the main event, uh, another big suplex. Uh, they're both hurt. They're, <laughs> they're both bo hurt. They're both hurt. That's a uh, well. Shamrock kind of hit that out of desperation because he was ground down from that chin lock, but he was able to uh, realize where he was, leverage his, uh, leverage his weight and momentum and throw Rocky to the ground. So now they both have a moment to sort of regroup and Ken was able to level the playing field, I guess. Literally. Literally. They're both on the ground. Um, they both have now 10 seconds to get to their feet or the match is a no contest. Um, in which case, in case of a no contest, the match would go to the champion and the rock would keep his title. Okay. Um, that's a good point. We should talk about champion's advantage also. You can only win a championship by pinfall or submission. If uh, if The Rock was outside the ring and couldn't return to the ring within 10 seconds, Ken Shamrock would win the match, but not the championship. Oh, that seems weird. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, the idea is you can't prove you're the best if the guy is, you know, trapped outside the ring. You didn't really beat him. You know what I mean? So if you beat somebody by disqualification or count out or whatever, you win the match and you're entitled to a rematch, but you are not considered to be the champion. Gotcha, okay. So, Ken, we didn't really talk about this, but Ken has this thing called the zone. Yeah. 
where it's like a berserker rage. Okay. Uh, he essentially goes Super Saiyan. Okay. Ken uh, sees red, and uh, there he hits that, that big head scissors that he was looking for before. And his eyes kind of glaze over. He becomes a berserker. Oh! Oh, oh here we go. Uh, the Rock's buddies in the nation. Uh, trying to... <laughs> I love D-Lo getting his... <laughs> his feet caught in the ropes. And there, Rock blasted Ken Shamrock with brass knuckles while the referee was distracted. And then hit them in his... And in his... hit them in Ken Shamrock's tights and went for a pin, but Ken kicked out at two. And The Rock can't believe it, but we know from uh, we know from those chair shots that Ken can take a lot of ridiculous damage without dying. Right. So he's got Ken on his feet, and now he's going for a slam. Ken grabs him, plants him with a suplex, and here we go. He's got him down. One, two, three. Oh, Rocky. And, and Ken Shamrock has won the Intercontinental Championship. The Rock's... Uh, the Rock's gambit of having his friends run out to cause the distraction, so he could hit him with the uh, he could hit him with the uh, the brass, brass knuckles. knuckles. Uh, didn't work. UFC and... is for wimps, right? Doesn't sign the crowd. <laughs> so Ken is now the Intercontinental Champion. But what's this? Rocky is pointing to the referee and pointing uh, pointing at his crotch, sort of pantomiming. Ken hit me with brass knuckles and then hit them in his crotch. Oh. <laughs> So the referee is now, Ken must be confused because the referee's like, yo, let me check your dick. And, and Rock just keeps panning like, no, you gotta check his tights. You gotta check his tights. So so Ken's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And the referee, uh, the referee pats him down. And he's like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Ken reaches in. You know, for a very homoerotic sport, this is like taking him to the next level. <laughs> and Ken's like, yo, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I fucking love this. The referee. I also do like that Ken Shamrock is wearing gloves that would make it impossible to wear brass knuckles with. Yes! <laughs> so he was just disqualified, so he didn't. <laughs> exactly. So, so Ken Shamrock has now been, they've reversed the decision, they've given the match to Rocky on a disqualification, and Ken... Is furious. Is furious. He's in the zone. He's screaming at the referee. The referee's like, yo, you can't hit people with brass knuckles. And Ken's like, you can't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> I don't I don't feel good about what's gonna happen to the referee. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> so the referee gets suplexed. Oh, and, and there's the ankle submission. And there there's the ankle lock. The referee tapping with both hands. And uh announcer's going crazy <laughs> in the background. <laughs> And now we have a whole army of, of referees running out to sort of get Ken Shamrock to and stop. And now they're all running away because they're scared of him. Yeah. So, uh, Ken, uh, remember I said when he's in the zone, he can't always he can't always keep a clear head. Yeah. And and now the re the referees uh, the referees have fled the ring, and Kenny is sort of is sort of out here, uh, sort of. He's confronting a lot right now. He's confronting the fact that he got outsmarted by The Rock. The Rock cheated him out of this championship. He lost his cool. He attacked a referee. So he's gone from a very, very happy moment to a very, very sad and confusing moment. Absolutely. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine what's going through poor Ken Shamrock's head right now. Because the title was his. I mean, he, he dealt with a lot of cheap shots. He won it fair and square. Yep. And doesn't matter. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh... 
<laughs> I love the I love I hadn't even thought about that that he's wearing those little UFC punchy gloves, yeah. which means that he absolutely could not wear no. those brass knuckles. No, so, so that was a so, so that was January. So that was two months before. So what happened between that and the clip that we saw? The two months in between, Ken Shamrock is suspended for attacking a referee. Okay, which uh, which makes perfect sense. Sure, the Rock the Rock goes on to talk about how badly he beat Ken Shamrock and embarrassed Ken Shamrock. Of course. So Ken, when his suspension finally ends, whatever it is, like 90 days, for attacking a referee, Ken's like, yo, I made you tap out. I want a rematch. Okay. Which is why Rock says, I beat you. You don't deserve a rematch. Right. Unless you can beat D'Lo Brown in two minutes. Right. Uh, and what happens in the aftermath is that Rock prevents that from happening by hitting Ken Shamrock with a steel chair. Yeah. Which, in fact, by hitting Ken Shamrock with the steel chair, disqualifies D'Lo Brown because he was technically interfering on D'Lo Brown's behalf. Oh, no. <laughs> so, okay, so then when, what's the next clip? The next clip is uh, is a rematch. Okay. So this, after, uh, after the, it's decided that Ken Shamrock deserves a rematch. He deserves a champion, a, a chance to yeah. get his revenge on The Rock. This happens at WrestleMania 14. It's the biggest show of the year. And at this point, we've been dealing with The Rock for, like, six months. Okay. And we want him to get his comeuppance so bad because Ken Shamrock had it. We had that comeuppance, and Ken Shamrock had it pulled just yeah. victory for, or defeat from the jaws of victory, I you guess. You know, as someone who's here to watch The Rock do well, I don't, I don't have good – I don't have high hopes about what's going to happen on this one. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I think that rock, The Rock might get his comeuppance, so I don't know. We're going we're gonna to say – this, now this is a title match for the IC Championship. Yeah. So right? now yes. we're at, now we're a couple months later. This is April of it's either April or very late March of 1998. So short. It's shortly after the clip we watched. So the real is Ken Shamrock. What's Ken Shamrock's real name? Is that his real name? His real name is Ken Shamrock. Okay. So he in real life is getting over a literal probably concussion, and <laughs> then is like two weeks later like okay now I got to wrestle this guy on national TV on a pay per view match. In WrestleMania, and this is the biggest event of the year, right? WrestleMania? Correct. Okay. Yes, this is the Super Bowl of professional wrestling. Oh, I lied to you. I'm sorry. I've seen more wrestling than I saw today. I watched, that's actually the Stranger Things font. The WrestleMania font. Look at that. It's the Stranger Things <laughs> the font. The WrestleMania 14 font, yeah, is, a, is the, uh, the Stranger Things font. So, what we have here, uh, let me just say real quick. Yeah. Uh, this is Double J Jeff Jarrett, who I've talked about in the past as one of the most embarrassing figures in the history of pro wrestling. He has a character of being... A Intentionally or unintentionally embarrassing? Both at okay. different times. Okay. He's supposed to be like a failed Grand Ole Opry performer. Well, it looks like he's walking with Dolly Parton. That is actually not Dolly Parton. That is Jennifer Flowers. I don't know who that is. She was famous for having an affair with Bill Clinton. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> so, but she's playing the Dolly Parton role here with the sure. big hair and the big boobs sure. and all that sort of stuff. So this is 80... This is, uh, this is 98, so... The, the Clinton scandal is big in the papers. Yep. So she's one of the celebrities they've gotten for WrestleMania. And her role is she's like, she's a special guest. But earlier on in the show, she had done a little backstage interview with The Rock. Okay. And that's why, is that why they're out here now? Yes. Okay. And she was sort of asking him about what he, uh, you know, what he thought about, you know, where was his career going to go and all that. And... It's actually that interview, that little sit-down throwaway interview, yeah, cele dumb celebrity cameo, is 
the origin of if you smell what the rock is cooking. Really? Yeah. Uh, because and he just throws it out as a as a thing he says, uh, where he says something about I'm I'm ninety percent positive he makes an oral office joke and he says if you smell what the rock is cooking. Oh, okay. So the rock also he invented or he came up with SmackDown like that yep. was him laying the smacketh down. That's what that's a rockism. That's unbelievable. He's got thousands of them. So uh, here he comes, the nation of domination. Yep. So at this point he is the rock. Right. He's no longer being called Rocky Maivia. He's being called The Rock. It's not just a thing that it says on his tights. At this point, he is the leader of the Nation of Domination. Before, he was sort of the Starscream, like the treacherous lieutenant who was trying to seize power. Right. Now he is the unquestioned, not just leader, as he says, the ruler of the nation. So he's King Killmonger in Black Panther. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's an excellent... Uh, um, that's an excellent... Well, well, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and he even has this thing where she's talking about being the ruler of, uh, being the leader of the nation and he corrects her to say he's the ruler of the nation. And she asks him about, uh, you know, how far he thinks he can go. And he actually says that, oh, here we go. The, uh, huh. Okay. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago. And, ah, it's a horrifying blow to the head. And, uh, (laughs) here we see, uh, Farouk, who was the leader of the nation, Trying to, oh. tell, <laughs> trying to tell the Rock, hey, quit hitting people with chairs. And Rock is like, <laughs> I love the look on his face. He's holding the chair over his head. Farouk is like, no, don't hit this person with a chair. Yeah. And you see the Rock like, no, I'm going to do it. And then he hits his own leader in the head. And that's how he became a leader. And proclaims himself the ruler of the, the ruler. nation. Sorry, the ruler of the nation. Yeah. So I think actually his coronation as the ruler happens the night after this. What I like there, I don't know if you saw that sign, but there's a shamrock in like the no smoking sign that says, The Rock, we thank you. So yep. like there, you know, he might be the villain, but he is Oh, he is still loved by some. Oh yeah. He is definitely getting to the point where just like Killmonger is the bad guy in Black Panther, and some people are like, yo, Killmonger was right. Like yeah. at this point, people are all in on the rock. But Shamrock is very just, upset. Just, and the match just starts. Yeah, and he just fucking bum rushes the ring and he is uh, lighting the rock up. And it seems like the Rock's strategy of pissing off Ken Shamrock was a bad idea. And the first match that they had, it seemed like the Rock was able to uh, was able to get a feel for Ken Shamrock by starting it out slow yeah. and get it kind of getting a feel for him. There's no feeling out process here. Shamrock rushed the ring and just assaulted Rock, and immediately he's just Rock, leaving. He's leaving. Which, as I said, if the Rock gets counted out, he keeps the title. He'll have to wrestle Ken Shamrock again. But he won't lose tonight. Right. And Shamrock follows him, and he's not going to drag The Rock back Back to to the the ring ring to force him to defend that championship. Here we go. Back to the ring. Uh, So I guess the 316 thing was like a whole... Everybody did it. It was everything 316. Well, Austin started it, but Right, but now I've I've seen like five or six different ones at least in in the crowd. It's just all... Yeah, it became a meme. So Shamrock rolls into the ring to break the count, so now it starts over. He comes out and gets uh, and gets sucker punched, and here's uh, here's some punches from the Rock. Now they're trading punches, just like in Plymouth. Oh, you see that sign? So it says the Rock, just like in Plymouth. Plymouth Rock. Yes. A lot of hype, but not much more. There's not much there. Uh huh. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a pretty clever sign. I mean, it's a terrible, like you know, it's just uh, it's not a very well decorated sign, but the the intention is there. I love it. Yep. So so we're we're back in the ring, and Rock is again leveraging his superior strength where he can. But Shamrock is so focused and so uh, 
<laughs> Rock spins around into another punch. Uh, he takes a kick. Has he? I don't think he's landed a single blow. He's gotten a couple on the outside where he was just trying to keep Shamrock but, off of him. Yeah, but nothing in the ring like this. It's all like it's it's ninety five percent Shamrock. Yeah, this has been a slaughter. Well, Shamrock's in the zone, so that that sort of uh, berserker rage that Shamrock had at the end, yeah. where he was attacking the referees, he started the match in that state. Yeah. So Rock has was just able to sort of toss him out to the outside and just get a second to breathe. And now he's thrown Shamrock into the uh, into the steel steps to build a little bit of momentum. And uh and toss him back to the inside. I like I guess that's for modesty reasons, but I like when he bring, when he throws Shamrock back in the ring both in this clip and past clips, he grabs him by the tights too and like yeah. just make sure like he's not going to like moon the crowd or something. <laughs> well, it's, it's a handle too. It's I, I guess, but I mean, I don't think I, I guess. Oh, and here's a uh, Here's a body slam, and he is now attempting the people's elbow. Okay, that's where he jumps and like... Yep, this is a part of his repertoire that we did not see last time. A lot more peacocking, and look at this. You can tell that there's more to The Rock than there was last time. Yeah. Even though he's on the defensive, you could tell that he's more fully formed as a character. And this is just two months later. Like, it's a lot's yeah. happened. Yeah, it is a meteoric rise. Yeah. Uh, Shamrock with a whiffs on a clothesline and Rock gets tossed. <laughs> and like I said before, Rock is never afraid to show ass. He's never afraid to look bad. Even though at this point, he's realistically maybe the second hottest guy on the show, like just behind Stone Cold Steve Austin in terms yeah. of audience reaction. He's still not afraid to... Uh-oh. Uh <laughs> yeah, and Shamrock... Chair revenge. Yeah, bringing a chair into the ring... Uh, which, again, Berserker Rage, not thinking very clearly, because if he hits The Rock with that chair, he loses by disqualification and doesn't even get a rematch. <laughs> and The Rock wrestles the chair <laughs> away from him and blasts him with it while... Uh, while the ref can't see it. Yeah. yeah, because Ken was fighting with the referee. The referee got hit with the chair and sort of fell over. And <laughs> still manages to get out of it. Ken kicked out of that so hard that The Rock did a backflip. Into the ref, who also got tumbled, who also tumbled. <laughs> yep. So, and and now Ken Shamrock is, uh, he's awake now. It seems like the chair shot uh, has imbued him with some sort of righteous fury, and he's he's back in control. He's just, he's sprouted veins where normal people don't have veins. Sure. <laughs> uh, one, two, uh, he almost gets a three on a, uh, uh, on a power slam. Oh, picture in picture, the picture double picture. <laughs> Uh, and Shamrock just hit him with the, that belly-to-belly -belly suplex, which is what got him the win last time. Ankle holds. Yep, the, the ankle lock. And Rock is Tapped tapping. Out. And that's it. Ken Shamrock is once again the Intercontinental uh -oh. Champion. Rock's friends coming in. A suplex for D'Lo Brown. A suplex for Kama Mustafa. And uh, back again to the ankle lock on the Rock. Mark Henry coming in here. Uh, Mark Henry, legitimately one of the strongest human beings on the face of the earth. This guy can roll up a frying pan with his bare hands. Wow. Uh, throws a big punch, and Shamrock gets him up and over with that suplex. Rock is trying to crawl to safety. Shamrock grabs him by the leg, brings him back in, and just reapplies that ankle lock. And Rock, bleeding from the mouth, is just sort of Filled crying. blood, yeah. Yep. And here comes Farouk, his sort of the, the leader. The former the, leader? The official leader 
of the nation coming out to bail out his protege and Rock begging for help and Farouk Says declines no. to help <laughs> and walks to the back leaving Rock to his fate to get uh to just get his leg fucked to death by Ken Shamrock here, who's just, like, going cross-eyed in the background. It looks like he's about to reach orgasm as he's... Rock is just grotesquely bleeding from the mouth. Now, is that real blood or is that, like, a blood pack that he chewed on? I don't know. He might have bitten his lip. Okay. The, so the referees have, have finally gotten Ken Shamrock to get off of the rock. And again, we have... There's we have, four referees in the... Who's this guy? Uh, that's a security official, I think. Okay. So they're they're here to sort of talk Ken Shamrock down. Please stop trying to break the Rock's ankle. You've won the match. Ken, you have to move on. Yeah. You can't keep doing this. And Ken suplexes a referee. <laughs> and suplexes another referee. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> suplexes a third referee. These referees at least seem to be in better shape than the other referees we saw last time. Uh, this guy gets a... Is this like a, a record suplex. for suplexes? Like, not maybe not, maybe not total, but just like different people. Like he's suplexed like six or seven different people. Yeah. The entire nation of domination. Three guys on the ground here, two refs and the security guy. There's now four other refs. Again, this is just madness. Yep, and, and Ken, again, seems confused. Like, he doesn't remember what happened. And now we're hearing that we're hearing on the overhead... Uh, the overhead speakers, uh, because of his actions, Ken Shamrock has been disqualified. Oh, no! <laughs> the Rock is still intercontinental champion. off. <laughs> the Rock is on a stretcher and is being announced as the winner of this match. Ken Shamrock has been disqualified. Uh, again, this time it was, the Rock didn't even push him. This time Ken had his chance to get the Rock. He played all his cards right and still fucked himself. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> and here's Rock being stretchered out, blood streaming from his mouth. Now, how, how many years after this would Ken Shamrock go on to wrestle? Uh, he wrestled for another uh, another two or three years after this before okay. he sort of flamed out. And and here's Ken, just has no idea how to react. Can't believe that this has happened again. Befuddled. <laughs> Befuddled. You can kind of see the, like, the wheels turning. <laughs> he's now I think it's now just sinking in that this has happened again so now is there is there another rematch Should they rematch again or no uh, they would go on to have another rematch but uh, by that time The Rock had become a baby face and here's Ken just going on a rampage because he's realized oh, no, what's happened he's chasing down the stretcher <laughs> he's chasing down The Rock on the stretcher <laughs> I love The Rock barely conscious Holding, holding his cell. championship over his head and only to have his stretcher overturned by Ken Shamrock. Into the band setup, into yeah. the drums. Yeah, into the drums, where, where Shamrock is now being rocked to death, sort of. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the rock gets thrown into, like, a, I don't even know what that is, like a. I guess uh, a speaker. Like a podium or something? Yeah. I don't know. And and Ken is covered in blood. I guess that's Rock's blood. Because he's not bleeding. Because he hasn't taken any hits. No. <laughs> he's he's here, walking off with the belt. Yep. He's got, uh, he's got the belt and uh, raises it over his head. The crowd going nuts. Yeah, the crowd's going nuts. And he just 
lays the belt on the sort of dying body, the flayed corpse of the rock, <laughs> as as he walks out, uh, still seemingly somewhat confused. <laughs> now, where does this rank in the all-time career highs of both of these guys? Like in terms of like this is a spectacle. Okay, so this is uh, this is this is the end of the the end of the match right here. So, and in terms of in terms of career, this is like doesn't even scratch the top twenty of great rock moments. Okay, but what about for Ken Shamrock? This is about as hot as Ken Shamrock ever okay. got. Because he like he was soaking it in. Like this is like I'm sure he like as the actor or whatever you want to call it. Like Performer, he would want to yeah. live in that moment. Like that's just like where like he lost, but the crowd is like on his side. Yeah, like, they are lo- like he put on the match of his life. And the crowd knows it and is giving him the love. And I could see, like, as he's walking to that tunnel, he's just like, that was this incredible. is where I want to be. Yes, right. exactly. Right. And that is, it's very much his sort of glory days. Like, he was never going to be, he was never going to be that hot again. Uh, they did have a rematch down the line after The Rock became a babyface. And The Rock was a world champion. Ken Shamrock, as a heel, challenged The Rock for the world title. Uh-huh. came up short. Um, so he never bested the rock. Never bested the rock. Well, I mean, I guess he did. But well, he bested the rock. He, he very clearly bested the yeah. rock twice. Yeah. But fucked himself in the end. Yep. <laughs> so I. So what do you? What did you think of these? Uh, of these two matches and the story they told together. I like them. I like that there is a narrative to it. I like. I like that there is the story that there's the improvisation between it all. Um, you know, I, I think it's silly. Uh, I don't know that it's... Oh, it's 100% ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know that it's necessarily... Like, like, I enjoyed watching these and talking about these and learning about The Rock and everything. I don't know that this is something that I'm... Like, it's it's not making me like, oh, I want to go find more. Like, I'll watch more, like, clips and highlights of stuff, but, like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to... I don't know when the next time I'm going to sit down for half an hour and watch, you know, <laughs> another couple matches are. But I did, I did mention earlier that I did lie to you. I saw WrestleMania 25 in its entirety. Okay. So I have seen that. So I didn't... I, I, I've seen... A couple hours of wrestling before. I don't remember anything about it. Uh, I think we talked about that briefly a couple of weeks ago. But I uh, that's that's my history with wrestling. So this is most of it now. And I, I kind of want to keep living in a world where I only know about The Rock, and that's it. Like that's right <laughs> well, in my lane. That's 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 pretty much puts you in line with uh, with a lot of people. Yeah, who are just like, oh, wrestling. The Rock was a wrestler. Yeah. I mean, I know that there's more. Like I know, like because I have, I have other friends who I met later in life who love. I mean, all, all the podcast hosts and like. You know, other friends who don't have podcasts, I just, you know, like, my one friend is, like, so, like, he grew up with wrestling. You know, the, the friends I watch WrestleMania with, and, like, th- it was important to them. It still is, to an extent, important to them. Like, they, they might not watch it, but they still care about it. Sure. They have these memories. So I, I'm aware of social whatever. Like, the, you know, the celebrities, the the biggest. I probably, there's probably a, like, I never heard of Ken Shamrock before today. Like, I didn't know him. But, you know, I know the crossover stars. I know about other things, but... You know, I'm 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 not as bad as most people, but I'm not much better. Is what I'm, what sure. I'm trying to say. I'm trying to gotcha. differentiate myself a little bit. Sure. Um. So we talked uh, we talked a little bit about where these guys go from here. Like I said, Ken Shamrock was never any hotter than this. This is WrestleMania fourteen. Yeah. Um. The Rock is in the main event of WrestleMania 15 as world champion. Okay, so he it's a meteoric rise. Yeah, he is champion. Uh, he is champion by the Royal Rumble. Okay, of the 1999 Royal Rumble. So by one year 
after his first his first match with Ken Shamrock, he's world champion for the first time. Okay. Actually, he's world champion for the first time by November. Wow. Okay. Of ninety eight. So six months later, eight months later. Yeah. So, just if you could picture how quickly he went from still mostly Rocky Maivia to The Rock yeah. to The Rock. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. How fast? How exponentially? Rare candies. <laughs> Rare candies. To use our metaphor from before. That's right. It was uh, it was our friend uh, missing no. Yeah. <laughs> Exploiting that glitch up and down Cinnabar Island. That's right. Um, the Rock is gonna kick your Rudy Pooh candy ass up and down the coast of Cinnabar Island. People's eyebrow. People's eyebrow. I'm doing it. You can't see. You can't see it that I'm doing the people's eyebrow because this is radio. I remember trying. It's I can't do it. It's so it's like he's got a talent. Like I mean, he's gifted in a lot of ways, but that's a talent. He has an incredibly flexible. He's like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Just in terms of the flexibility of his face and the range of expressions yeah. that he can pull is very impressive. Absolutely. Um, that's an underrated uh, facials. Is an underrated uh, wrestling talent that not a lot of people uh, can really leverage. Rock absolutely does. Yeah. Um, he always he always knows where the hard can is. He always knows where to look, and he can make these incredible facial expressions. Uh, and he, he sells a hit. He'll make himself look bad. He will make himself look like the worst wrestler in the world. Yeah. He will uh, He will flop around like a fish. He got punched once by Ken Shamrock and essentially cartwheeled out of the ring and landed on his head. Yeah. To make himself look like the biggest dork in the world in order to make a guy who, in the harsh light of hindsight, isn't a patch on The Rock, look like he was better than The Rock. Yeah. That, one of the biggest stars to ever live. Right. By probably, you could say, at this point, the most famous person who's ever lived, more people existing in the world right now than have ever lived in the past. Yeah. And 99% of them know who The Rock is. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And that dude was able to use his skill set to make a journeyman pro wrestler look like, the- look like a million dollars. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's what makes The Rock great. Love it. That's what makes The Rock great is the ability to make you forget that he is one of the best who ever lived at this. Love it. Um, do you have any other any other thoughts about The Rock, about Ken Shamrock, about pro wrestling as a whole? I don't think so. I just love The Rock as a as an entertainer, as a performer, as like a as a personality. I like seeing where he not necessarily started, but where he came from. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff like, like the fact that we could watch an entire nine or ten minute clip on YouTube is just you know, if I know what to look for, just search for, you know, The Rock against... Like, I know he wrestles Hulk Hogan at one point. I know he wrestles John Cena a bunch. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that I'm sure is out there to, to watch that, <laughs> yep. you know, there's, there's stuff that I might check out because it's it's interesting. It's yep. good. It's, it's good stuff. The Rock versus Hulk Hogan match. Uh, there is, I am doing an episode about that. It's, I'm not sure which episode it's going to be just yet. We're calling it Hollywood Babylon. Okay. And it is... Uh, it's sort of The Rock's last great gasp. It's the Scorpion King against Thunderlips. Yes, it's The Rock's last gasp as a full-time wrestler, okay. really. Because after that, after this, The Rock sort of uh, he he wrestles maybe six of the next twelve months, and then he sort of starts going off to Hollywood. Right and by two thousand three, he's gone. Yeah, and that's two thousand two. Okay, and the match against Hogan is so interesting because it's. The Rock as the thing that Hogan tried to be yeah. and never could be. 
Because Hogan was in movies. He was in Mr. Nanny and Santa with Muscles, and he was in a bunch of really shit movies. He had a TV show called Thunder in Paradise, which was like fucking Knight Rider with a boat. Okay. And they tried to make Fetch happen with Hulk Hogan as a mainstream Hollywood star. I mean, he's good in Rocky Three. He's good in Rocky Three, where he's playing himself. Yeah. Um, but when he's when they're asking him to play any other character, he's very bad. Not good. He's again not a patch on the rock, and it's so interesting to see Hulk Hogan sort of face off with the version of him that worked. Yeah, and I think uh, he's obviously not to The Rock's level because nobody's to The Rock's level. But like, John Cena is a pretty decent follow-up in terms of, like, he's, he's great in blockers. He's great in movies. Like, you know, he's just not, he's not The Rock, but again, no one is, so. Right, yeah. In, in terms of pro wrestling, you could say there are a few people who measure up to The Rock's legacy. Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Stone Cold Steve Austin, maybe Macho Man Randy Savage, The Undertaker, names like that measure up to The Rock in right. wrestling. Yep. And then there are people maybe who measure up to The Rock outside of wrestling. Maybe you could say in terms of just sheer celebrity, maybe Jackie Chan, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger, in terms of uh, the amount of success that they've had over a long, sustained period. Stallone. Stallone, right. Um, but there's absolutely nobody who's done both. Right. At the same level right. and as intensely as The Rock. Yep. So he's really in a class by himself. Yeah. I love him. Um, that's all I gotta say. I love him. <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that. Uh, as Stone Cold Steve Austin might say, And that's the bottom line! I will have to take your word for it, because I have never <laughs> heard him say that. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a person that I might suggest that you check out. Okay. Because he has much more limited, I think, mainstream appeal. But as far as being a performer yeah. and existing as a character, yeah. he's absolutely The Rock's equal. Cool. They did a a, a very memorable uh, a very memorable scene where he fought a guy in a grocery store. Okay. And sort of beat up a guy with an entire grocery store. Okay. Just like fought down every aisle. Love it. Like poured poured milk on him. Yeah. Like, hit him with flour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm probably going to cut this out, but there's a scene where they're fighting down the sort of cured meats aisle. Okay. Steve Austin picks up, like, a, a hard pepperoni. Of course he does. And he's Booker T, his opponent in this in this fight, is already, like, unconscious in a shopping cart. Yeah. And Steve Austin is pushing him down the aisle. He's covered in flour and milk, and he's just barely conscious. Just like, ah, ah. Austin picks up a hard salami and goes... When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, and then just beans him in the head with the hard sauce. Love it. That's awesome. It's great. Um, this has been another very good episode. Well, thank you so much. Of I hate wrestling. I want to thank. I want to thank Joey, my guest. I want to thank uh, my good friend Corinne Dodenhoff for designing my logo. I want to thank the. Novas for my theme song, The Crusher. Um, if you want to visit me online, you can check me out at I Hate Wrestling on Facebook at IHWPod.com. I'm on Instagram at I Hate Wrestling. I'm on Twitter at IHWPod. I am. Where else are you? Uh, I am on iTunes and SoundCloud where you should rate, review, and subscribe. Sure. You should visit the shop at I Hate Wrestling. Or, uh, sorry. 
you should visit the shop at ihwpod.com and buy some shirts, buy some bandanas for fat dogs, buy some stickers, buy some patches, I don't have patches, stickers, buttons, uh, t-shirts of several kinds. I now have t-shirts for children. Wow. Right? Kids, Very cool. Kids should not listen to the show. I say some horrible things sometimes. Um, but they should wear, uh, they should wear the shirt, um, just because maybe some of their friends, their parents aren't so great, and they don't know what to. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're just not paying attention. Sure, it's it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? They're listening to my profane wrestling podcast. There you go. Um, yeah, um, Joey, please. I, I was gonna say, do you have anything to plug? I know that you do. Please give us the lowdown on your podcasting career. So we have uh, my friend and I, my friend Mike and I started the Cage Club Podcast Network. We started with the Nicholas Cage show three and a half years ago, and we have since grown that into 22 different shows on our network. We put out about 40 episodes or more per month, all in all, so go check out cageclub.me. We are streamable on our website, also on iTunes, SoundCloud, or not SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify, so you can check out our things everywhere there. Um, we've got, you know, I was saying we have a too fat, uh, the Fast and Furious podcast, Too Fast, Too Forever. We also are starting in 2019, Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise podcasts. You know, we did Keanu Reeves, we did Charlize Theron. We've got podcasts about movies, nostalgic, comic books, uh, really anything you want. Go to cageclub.me. Just, you know, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can email mailbag at cageclub.me if you just want to say hi, whatever. Uh, you know, I was, I was happy to be here. No wrestling shows on our network yet, but... I feel at one point there might be crossover just because, you know, everybody loves wrestling. I hate wrestling. <laughs> Me too. I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. But, yeah, cageclub.me, basically. Cageclub.me. So, that's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. So, uh, Joey. Yes. Do you know how my show ends? Mm, I don't remember. Okay. So, I ask my guest, which is you, I ask you if you were going to be... A professional wrestler. Oh, I what oh, would shit. your character be? I had an idea when I listened to the episode. I had an idea. Oh <laughs> no! Oh no! Oh god! Oh no! Ah, uh, I had a cool idea too. <laughs> People Damn don't want to hear good ideas. People don't tune into this show to hear good ideas. No, it was like a thing where it's like self-effacing. Oh man! So what wrestler would I be? Um. Oh. Yes, I remember now. Okay. So there is a joke, sort of, I guess a joke. I don't know why it started. But uh, there's a show on our network called P.S. I Love Hoffman where they watched all of Philip Stringer Hoffman's movies. Uh-huh. I was on a couple episodes of those. The guys who did that split off into their own shows because uh, Hoffman unfortunately passed away. They watch all his movies. There's nothing more to talk about there. But there was they are taking to calling me on that show The Godfather <laughs> uh, because I created the network and everything. And okay. so I would be I would be The Godfather. Okay. Um, and I would enter rings carrying a cat <laughs> and with an orange. And <laughs> I would symbolize death. <laughs> and I wouldn't wrestle. I would call forth minions. You would. Call- I would be like, you know, I've, I've, I've risen above it. Like in a past life, I wrestled. You know, in my Robert De Niro in New York days, I wrestled. Sure, yes. But now that I'm Marlon Brando, I am not that guy. Uh, I would sort of be like, uh, uh, I would sort of be a head honcho that you never get to face. But I'm just there with my cat, you know, like in the, in the, in the poster, in the, in the first scene of The Godfather, you know, at his, his daughter's wedding. And I would just summon people to fight on my behalf. And I would just sort of be like a personality. I mean, I, I guess I'm technically a former wrestler. 
Uh, but that's that's what I was thinking. That's what I would be. Okay, so you're essentially describing Vince McMahon. You're yeah, I'm, Vince, I'm Vince McMahon. McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> the cop. Now, would it surprise you to learn that there was a character? No, not even a little bit. Called the Godfather. I wouldn't be surprised if you told me that there's been a character named every word that we've said tonight. Because I just <laughs> feel like there's such a history and there's so many wrestlers. So, um, so actually, believe it or not, we saw the Godfather tonight. Oh, uh, Kama Mustafa who was the... The strongest guy in the world, that guy? No, that was Mark Henry. Okay. Um, we saw D'Lo Brown, Kamu Mustafa, and uh, and Mark Henry. Yeah. D'Lo was the guy who got his foot caught in the ropes. Yeah. Kamu was the sort of middle guy yep. who wasn't too small, wasn't too big, like the sort of... The Goldilocks. Yes. The Goldilocks of professional wrestling. Uh-huh. Uh, there actually was a woman named Goldilocks in professional wrestling. So, uh... Of course there was. <laughs> so, uh... After well, he had a number of he had a number of gimmicks. First, he was Papa Shango, the Voodoo Man. Okay. Then he became uh, Kama Mustafa, or he, sorry, he was Kama, the Extreme Fighting Machine. Okay. And he was sort of doing before Ken Shamrock showed up. He was doing like a little UFC thing where he had the little punch gloves. Yeah. Then Ken Shamrock showed up, so they had to change it since they had a real UFC guy. And then he joined the Nation of Domination and became Kama Mustafa. Okay. Um, having given up his government name, I guess. Yeah. And after he was Kama Mustafa, he became the Godfather. Okay. Who was a pimp? Love it. Is Just that... straight up, straight up pimp. Um, complete with uh, two catchphrases: "Pimpin' ain't easy" and "Light a fatty for this pimp daddy." I love both. Of those <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad that I chose the right wrestler oh, persona. I'm sorry, I forgot his third catchphrase: uh, "Get aboard the hoe train." <laughs> I'm leaving. Don't like that one. Do not, do not endorse. Get aboard the hoe train and get out of my house. Do not endorse. I, I once again hate wrestling. If that was the point of this, you know, an hour and a half in, I hate wrestling again. So thank you, Matt. It's just like it's just like Ken Shamrock. We build you up and then we just knock you down again. I won and now I'm disqualified. <laughs> now you're disqualified. You're never going to be a future God champion. damn it. Godfather actually was Intercontinental Champion briefly. Ooh. Fuck, I think he won it from Ken Shamrock. <laughs> this poor guy. This poor, poor guy. Man, oh man. All right, I'm going to stop recording. Cool. That's that's always what I knew about. Like, it's still... I mean, we were talking about the party. We are talking at the party a couple weeks ago. Like, it, wrestling is something that I think I probably could enjoy. I just don't have the time to actually devote to it. And I know that it's on multiple nights a week now. Like, if you want this to be your life, it can be your life. Like, if, the, if you want to... <laughs> oh, if, if your do, entertainment... You do go on. <laughs> you know, but... <laughs>